Welcome to We're Listening to Podcast, a community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome today. Um, my guest is a three principles coach and training professional who works with individuals, groups, and organizations all over the world. She sees the understanding of the mind and the exploration of the human dimension as the ultimate game changers in life. She is the founder of, now I'm not going to say this in Spanish, but essentially she's the founder of the three principles in spanish a multi-platform project that brings the three principles understanding to the spanish-speaking community she also lives in mexico with her three boys ladies and gentlemen the beautiful marina hi rob i'm really well today how are you uh, i am well excited about us being able to hang out so say for the the people who are listening Say your business name the way it's supposed to be said. Tres principios en español. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm vibing with that right there. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. But I, w I would like to point out, it's not really my business. It's just a project I'm passionate about. I like that. Ever since I found the principles or the principles found me, however you want to put it, mm -hmm. I, it became a priority for me. Like taking this understanding to the Spanish-speaking community and just make it as available as possible. I like that. Keep going. Just keep going. What is it like? What is it like then? It's your passion. It's your project. What is it like? What do you see when you're sharing this understanding in the Spanish-speaking community, rather? Yeah, well, I think it happens to all of us that when we find this understanding and it transforms our lives so deeply, so beautifully, and makes, you know, just every possibility out there evident mm -hmm. to you. You really want to share it with not only your loved ones, but you, you know, with people that you know would benefit from it. Yeah. And um, well, Latin America is, a <laughs> <laughs> is an area that could really, really use this, yeah. right? Because of a variety of reasons. That, that I said that about America, but okay, Latin America. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, you know, like there is so much suffering, uh, rooted in identity mm. or the lack of identity and the beliefs that we have about ourselves yeah. as, as a culture, you know, not only the country, but as a culture, the whole of Latin America or even Ibero-America, you know, including Spain, which is where we inherit most of the, of the yeah. culture from, right? And I had absolutely no idea of how to do it. Like, in my mind, my game was really, 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 really small. Mm. So I had a conversation with the universe and I said, okay, if this is what you want me to do, you will bring the opportunity. <laughs> yes, <laughs> get it off you, right? Get it off you, yes. <laughs> you will bring the opportunities, but you will bring them highlighted in bright yellow so I cannot play the game that I did not see them. <laughs> I like that. In exchange of that bright yellow marker, I will, I will say yes to any opportunity that shows up like that, even if I think it's about way above my pay grade. Yeah. 
and uh, sure enough, you know, a couple of days later, the first one came in, and it did look, oh my God, so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so terrifying. But hey, I had made the deal, so I went, I went ahead. And that first experience happened inside what is called an anexo. So I'm going to explain to you what anexos are. Okay. In a very challenged communities where people don't have the means to attend um, what would be official or private institutions to deal okay. with addictions. Okay. Where they have the double A groups, around those double A groups, a community is formed and they pitch in and they build these large rooms in which they themselves can provide the service to deal with addictions to people in the community. Okay. Now, anexos, as I was saying, they are not official, so there are no rules around it. It's, there, it's, it's a little bit confusing, right? Okay. And uh, in this particular anexo that I went to work in, people could, people could be anexados, could be gotten into the anexo against their will. So they were locked up, pretty much. Okay. And so I find myself in a room with around 30 men, one female, uh, locked up, you know, chains, very high windows painted in black. There was almost no light, just bunk beds. Wow. And uh, yeah, so I would go into this, this room once a week to talk to them, to share the understanding. And the, story, the stories I saw were just so amazing, so transformational, so beautiful, that that reinforced my commitment to whatever opportunity that comes up, you know, highlighted like that, I will, I will say yes. And from then on, it has been, you know, schools and communities and all sorts of, of possibilities that you could even imagine. But as this went on, people were starting to ask for a space in which they could continue. Yeah. In which they could continue to share their insights. They could, you know, stay in the conversation. Stay in the conversation. Yeah. That's the big part of the game. Incredibly important. Right. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that occurred to me was to open a f private Facebook group. And I did with eight people. And from then until today, it has grown and we have 1,500 people now. Oh, wow. In the Spanish-speaking community from every country in Latin America and Spain, and Spanish-speaking people all over the world. Oh, man. Now, yeah. So Game changer. Game changer. But I, I never, it was never my idea to make it about me. It was a neutral yeah. space in which anyone who could share the principles of Spanish could find a voice, you know, or, or listeners, if yeah. you want, and, that, and where we could get in touch with each other and communicate. After a while, I started, you know, investigating who in the world talks about this in Spanish, and I started finding people here and there, and I started uh -huh. inviting them to, you know, provide content and, and share. Was it uh, there or was it not there? At the beginning, there were like three people sharing this in wow. Spanish. <laughs> so, so it's been... It's been beautiful to see it grow. There are other people in, in other countries helping 
the community yeah. grow in, in the most amazing, beautiful ways. The keeping that community neutral, you know, like it's not my business. It's just a space in which people can come, talk about Sid, his insights, uh, the revelations that he had and how, and how those can help us in life. I like that. A conversation where we can talk about Sid's insights. But if I remember correctly <laughs> from the last conversation we had, the word insight doesn't actually translate in Spanish, correct? That is correct. Okay, so talk to me <laughs> a little bit about explaining to someone what the three principles are without even using the word insight. What is that like? Well, <laughs> when I first started translating, you know, the first thing you do is translate, you know, the, the content of, of other teachers. Okay. So I started translating and I found that not only insight, but so much of the language around the principles does not even exist in Spanish. Oh, not just that word, but a bunch oh of it. Oh my God, you have no idea how many, right? Wow. And so the whole process of translation, this is, this is the image that I have, right? Going fishing inside for words. Mm. So I would read a sentence or a paragraph, I would see that there was no way to say it literally in Spanish. And then I would just go really quiet, go inside and wait for the words to bubble up, you know, like it really wow. was, it really was like fishing. Now, sometimes the word comes, but sometimes you need to create a whole sentence to say just one thing. Like I've seen, I've seen like in movies as in, or comedies where somebody is speaking with a translator and the guy says, says this long, you know, speech and then the translator goes, bah, bah, bah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is not what the hell I said, man. I said a whole bunch more than that. He was like, no, no, that's how it translates. You know, so I'm just thinking or wondering if, if, well, wait, like what you just said, ahead. wondering. Wondering does not exist in Spanish. What? So what, how would you say it if you could not use that word? How would I say wondering if I couldn't use wonder? Um, um, I, oh, wow. You see? Oh, yeah, that's difficult. The closest <laughs> word that you could find to, to it is, you know, in a sentence like, I wonder whether she will be there, would be, I am asking myself whether she would be there. But that is the closest thing you would have. And asking yourself might not be wondering the way you want to say it in a sentence. Say it. Mm. Right? Yeah. And I would give my mind freedom to think about whether she would be there or not. Oh, man. So it but depends then... on how it's being used in the sentence. You need other words to give the context in which you are saying asking. Asking. Or anything like that. Does that make sense? It, make, it, it makes a lot of sense, but what actually makes more sense than anything now is a common phrase I hear in the community of, it's not the words, it's the feeling. Exactly. It's not the it's, words. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not the words anyway, it's the feeling. That's, the, that's probably like the, the clearest example ever been practical too, like real life right here, tangible that we could see because it's happening, the growth is there. We have the evidence of impact with the Facebook group growing and people doing stuff all over the world in the Spanish speaking community with the three principles. So we know it's happening, 
We do. We, we, yeah, so we know that's happening, but the mere fact we're doing it with totally different language kind of says that really the words don't matter if, if we understand the feeling. It's true. It's absolutely true. And, you know, and, and in a project that, that I am now starting to, to work in that has to do with translating Sid's words, but you don't really want to just translate Sid's words. You want the yeah. feeling. <laughs> yes, you want the feeling, yes. <laughs> and so what we're coming up with is keeping the audio and just putting, you know, some nature images in the back and closed captioning so that they can listen to the feeling in Sid's words. Ah, ah. okay. I like that. Yes. yes. That, that so makes sense. Do not take away Sid's voice and Sid's words because then the feeling could get lost. Yes. And I'm thinking about, this is so interesting you said that, I'm thinking about a show I watched that was in Spanish, but they had American subtitles. But hearing the tone and the way they were speaking, the words made sense to what they were feeling on the screen. But have you, have you ever had the experience of watching a film that has, that the voice has been doubled over? It has been recorded over in a different language. Yes, that one don't sit as well. There you go. Because you can see it's off, because the mouth moves differently. The vo you can tell something's off, yes. It was, it, is much it was much better for me even though I didn't understand a word they said, if I could read the English subcaptions, the whole movie made sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the whole movie made sense. Well, cool. You're translating the work on Sid's uh, books and stuff, but what does that feel like now that you are actually a part of the 3PGC board that is kind of almost tasked with continuing the preservation of his work. What does it even feel like to be, I don't even, I so many things I want to ask about it, my mind is going a million places. So let's just start with, what did it feel like when, when you got on the board, the opportunity came or whatever happened, what did that feel like for you? Humbling. Mm -hmm. A little bit scary. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and a, like an incredible privilege. Mm. an incredible privilege but because it is such a huge privilege you feel a huge commitment to really you know put it all there yeah. like understand that if if you're gonna take on this role you're gonna do it right like every single breath you take has to give something to this board yeah and so that that's why it's a little bit scary you know because it's okay. like okay this is it this is this is the one thing that I'm going to center my life around right now. I mean, just think about it in a sense of, especially from the, the voice of the community, it, at least for my piece of we're listening to podcasts, a community where all voices are heard. Here now I'm looking at a board demonstrated with a board member who's Spanish speaking a board member who lives in Hawaii, a board member who lives in the UK, a board member who um, is black, a board member who's white, a board member who's a male, a board member who's a female. It's like the, it's like the diversity of the community now. Um, we're starting to catch on to the asset we have with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of, of listening to one another and, and, and seeing where there is immediate areas for us to make impact. 
I'm prior U.S. military. And I remember 9-11 happening. And once we really had finished all of the investigations of the, the attacks on the um, towers and things like that, we had noticed one big failure. And that was that each piece of information needed to stop the attacks was there. They were just in separate spots that never talked to each other. So the FBI had this, the CIA had this, the law enforcement communities had this, and, and other divisions had this. But they never talked. Ouch. And that left a hole, one big enough that now our country has been defined by it in the sense of history. Um, what has been happening in the community, I'm so excited to see that we're starting to talk across the lines now. Absolutely. Like, but what you're saying is so interesting, Rob, because what you're saying is the information was already there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what, I, what I see happening worldwide with the Three Principles community is, you know, communities are starting to appear here and there. They're beginning to grow here and there. But there is no communication between them. Yeah. It's exactly this. And so, in a way, the organization has now the perfect people on the board to really address this communication. Yeah. To start to get in touch with those communities and start listening to them, you know, like, who are you? How can we support you? So that the organization itself can really, really yeah. grow up to its full stature. You yeah. know, and, and, and become the link, the liaison between all these communities and all these people that are starting to get impacted by the three principles and SIDS work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Makes sense, right? So oh, it makes perfect sense. Moment because everything yeah. is happening already. So yeah. you see, it's not like, how do we get this out there? No, this is already out, already there. out there. Yes. <laughs> we just need to, to act as the, the heart of it. Yeah. So people can know where to go for, for the heart of it. <laughs> yeah. And that was kind of how we got here with the podcast. It's like, I'm trying to hear everybody. Uh, the way I see it, I want gamers in the community. If you play games, come talk to me. Like, if you do this, come talk. Like, there, we have the opportunity to, to connect a network out there that could, could really, really help people with their experience of life. Um, really and, change and, the world. And, yeah, and I get excited about it, too. Um, I do. Yeah. So I was, you're... I was listening to Sid say, in one of the, his recordings the other day, you know, like, if a hundred people really get this, we will change the world. Yeah. Looks like it's happening. Oh, yeah. And the way that I'm looking at it, it's not advancing intellectually. It's deepening spiritually, though. It's not like what's, what's happening is the connections and the reach out is not to have an intellectual dialogue. People are reaching out and connecting in search of the deepening of the spirituality of it. It's, it's like it feels different. And in that sense, you know, everything that is happening in the world right now is yeah. like perfect scenario yeah. for that. Like mm -hmm. you see how everything is a piece of the puzzle. Everything is in a way 
collaborating for this to happen. Yeah. And so it becomes something much, much larger than any one of us. And, and, and it's just humbling and a privilege to be able to be a part of that consciously, at yeah. least, you know, like, okay, this is what we are collaborating this with. This is what we are giving ourselves to. To, yeah, I love that. <laughs> I do. Um, I have one more question for you. Kind of, can you just tell me what it feels like when you start these programs or you start coaching an individual or a group knowing they're going to be okay? And just some background for the listeners on why I'm asking this particular question. Um, for you all who don't know, Marina was there when I had my initial insight and awakening of the three principles. And I had always told the story from her taking the after picture. And it was through a conversation she reminded me that she actually took the before picture too. And I asked her, you know, what was different? She knew from the first picture I was going to be okay. She knew at the beginning of the start of the intensive that I was going to be okay. I can tell you this for myself. I was nowhere near believing that was true. That is why I'm personally asking this question. But kind of just talk about what that type of grounding does for you with working with people because it's such a it just felt different saying it and i've been playing with it personally in my own clients to the ones i look at and i know without a shadow of a doubt they're going to be okay i noticed the difference in how i coach them so I, it's like oh well, why don't i think this one's going to be okay and then i realize it's something <laughs> i'm doing within myself to show that they're not going to be okay because they are so it's almost like a sensor for me. So just you waking me up to that. Thank you. But if you could just kind of talk to it for a second uh, for, the, for everybody listening and, and we'll let it go from there. Okay, sure. <laughs> I am going to correct you though. Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> because in that, in that uh, past conversation, you asked me, how did you know that I was going to be okay? And I said, no, I knew from the beginning, from the before picture. Before picture, that's what it was. That you were already okay. Not that you were going to be, to be. okay. That's right. But that you were already okay. The difference between the before picture and the after picture is that in the before picture, I know that you are okay. In the after picture, you know that you are okay. Mm. Yeah. The only thing that has changed for me is that now you know that you are okay. Even if it's just a tiny little glimpse of, okay, I might be okay. Yeah. That, that changes everything. So from the very first time I saw you, I knew that you were okay. Right then and there. Because that is true for everybody. Everybody is fundamentally okay. We just don't know it. And because we don't know it, we make up that we're not. Someone asked me recently, why are you so free? Does it have to do with what you know? <laughs> and I said, yeah, it does. <laughs> and then I went around and started asking colleagues the exact same question. Like, what would you answer to this, right? Like, why are you so free? Is it something that you know? And a very dear colleague said, yes, I am so free because I know that I am. So I can be free in the world, in my life, because I know that I am free. Every single one of our clients can be all right in life. 
when they know that they are. Yeah. So understanding the fundamental well-being prior to the contamination of personal thinking. <laughs> How is it knowing that? It changes your whole life. Knowing that everybody you find, everybody you meet, everybody you see is okay. They're just confused. They are just trapped in a misunderstanding. Your level of love, compassion, and kindness for all of humankind just blooms completely because you see the misunderstanding that they are living in. As you see the perfection in them and the beauty in them and the innocence in them and the wisdom in them. So it's, it's almost like, you know, the, the image that is coming to my mind right now is when you're trying to calm down your child when they had a nightmare or or, you know, they're facing a challenge and you know that they are fundamentally all right, you know, like they yeah. dropped the lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> the whole world is falling apart. <laughs> and you, from, from the perspective that you inhabit, you know it's not the end of the world, you know nothing happened, but you can understand how your whole world falling apart feels. Yeah. And so you, you can grab them in your arms and just, you know, and Help hold them. them and love them and love them through the illusion. Yeah. Love them through the illusion until they wake up. The only difference as part of the job is that you get to point out the illusion, not just love them through it. You see? Mm, I like that. Yeah. You love them through it, but you wake them up to the illusion. And so nothing can be the same again after that. Mm. I like that a lot. I like it too. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve.